0: Hello, and welcome to this episode of Say Something Interesting.
1: Is it a special episode, though? Uh,
0: I don't know. I don't say special episode. That's your thing. Well, I
1: know. I'm just asking <laughs> you if you'll include it. It feels like a special episode. Why? I don't know. It's two weeks in a row. <laughs>
0: two weeks in a row. Yeah. It has been a while of, like, a couple weeks, and then no week, and then yeah. every other, and yeah.
1: Sorry, continue your opening.
0: Anyway, well, now I don't remember. Oh, this is the... <laughs> The follow-up podcast from Eastlake Tri-Cities Church. My name is Megan and with me is our teaching pastor Brent. Our
1: very special teaching pastor. Oh my gosh. Okay. Why? I don't know. You sound There's really no conceited when you say that. I sound very conceited. It has nothing to do with that.
0: Uh, he likes to open it with t- saying very special episode, but think, he says it every I think every they got it. I time. think they got the Yeah, chip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well,
1: it's, it's good. It's good. Yeah. How are you, Megan?
0: I'm doing all right. Good? Yeah. Good. Three and a half weeks left to school
1: yeah we just uh filmed a uh intro video you're, you're on the screen this sunday yeah and uh i left halfway through so i'm excited to see <laughs> what the second half looks like i had to go downstairs to show somebody a the theater so you just like yeah. stood in front of a camera and did it all for, like solo style do
0: a lot better apparently when there's someone in here so
1: <laughs> can't wait to see it it's it's a it's gonna be exciting for me to watch it for the very first time <laughs> first time that's ever happened i'll be out there sitting on a sunday just watching it like everybody else going
0: this not the first time i wonder you used to not film these
1: uh yeah but i would watch them
0: oh i would watch them
1: i could still watch this i guess yeah you can watch it. yeah yeah but i would always watch them beforehand uh um, good how was your weekend it was
0: pretty good yeah and I, I did a lot of like cooking i guess that's good not yeah. like crazy but like i made pancakes on saturday and yesterday i made ice cream
1: so. We uh we took the kids up to Spokane and did and went to uh, Nate Bragazzi in Spokane. Oh on fun! I saw a Thursday picture. Night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was awesome, and uh, he had a joke about pancakes. Oh really? Yeah, because he's like, uh, I've started eating better, trying to be just trying to like get in shape and do stuff, and and he's like, you know, I, I've always known it's eating. I've always known food. It's been the deal. It's been yeah. the thing, right? <laughs> and he goes, I just, I kept going, to my wife going, I just don't feel like myself today. And she's like, Could, was it the pancake? Could have been the loaf of bread you ate with syrup. You yeah. Know? <laughs> it was really funny. I just when you said pancakes, yeah. that, that made me think of it. He was fantastic, by yeah, the way. He's he like one of so your favorites. Good. Oh, he's so. absolutely one yeah. of my favorites. It he's was a great really show. And uh, yeah, we had a blast. The kids, we took the kids and walked around Riverfront Park and... Uh, ate out uh, after the thing that night and Hamilton was in town like yeah, right down the street uh-huh. so there was like the Hamilton crowd and the Nate Bragazzi crowd Yeah. Um, so both of them so and I was like dang Spokane you get everything why? why? <laughs> your brother sucks <laughs> here because they
0: have an actual theater it was so
1: cold and gloomy it was yeah I know <laughs> it's crazy but uh, alright
0: <laughs> well, it was a lot of fun super fun
1: we also uh, uh, did a, a a garage sale this weekend oh yeah um, London was raising some money for uh, camp, so we, I don't know, what do we sell of our stuff? There was like a table and some small things, but we, we never have enough stuff to like, have a garage sale uh-huh. but London you know works her charm and is like I'm raising money for summer camp and if you <laughs> want to donate some stuff I'll go through your garage and if you have a goodwill pile instead of taking a goodwill donate to, to a good cause you know um, and so she got a bunch of stuff from people that was donating and then, and then we set it out and, and um, yeah it was it's crazy that's a weird little subculture the garage yep, sale uh-huh. culture is a weird subculture showing up way before like signs aren't even out I don't even know how they knew we were there
0: <laughs> they, they, they drive around I those guess neighborhoods. Yeah. yeah it's
1: it uh they're just like walking in how much would you take for this would you take you know uh and <laughs> you negotiate with them it'll be like uh how, how much you want for this I'll be like three dollars they'll be like 275 and you're like is a quarter you want <laughs> that requires me to give you a quarter
0: yeah you're like no three dollars I don't have
1: a <laughs> I don't just free I don't know take it <laughs> it's such a weird it's uh, so weird
0: uh, yeah that's funny. But Apparently, she was, she was one of, of my money, coworkers so. stopped by.
1: Ria, oh, yeah, yes.
0: Kylie was uh, telling me we
1: did. We talked to uh-huh. him. Uh, uh, no,
0: it was a woman. I think.
1: Oh, uh, was it? Oh, the, uh, okay. That, there was another teacher from Chihuahua. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, we lit. You know, Chihuahua's neighborhood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's, it's not that. Well, shocking, and
0: it, it wasn't a teacher. It was our like lab. It was our. Oh, para, oh, okay, lab, yes. Like, there, was, uh, yeah. Yeah, there was, yeah,
1: there was a lab, a lab person there. Yeah. But we, there was also a male. Uh, uh, She wanted to teach her there. So, cool. anyways, but it, it was a lot of fun. It was good weather for that. It was gorgeous weather. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we left from there and went to the race for Lana and yeah. uh, out of the BMX track. And that was awesome for like the first hour. The first race was great. <laughs> yeah. And then rain, thunderstorms. Oh, and yeah. It got I rainy. was in shorts and a t shirt and <laughs> flip flops.
0: Rarely appropriately dressed
1: for the weather. I was uh, way <laughs> inappropriately dressed. <laughs> And I called Kylie, and I was like, hey, um, I'm freezing out here, and I can't leave. They wanted me to – I was supposed to talk in between some of uh the races and do like a – for the family and I didn't know when that was so I couldn't even go sit in my car to like warm up because it could be any second so I'm just standing out there freezing I've got her jacket that I found because I took her car because it's the only one that fits his bike a jacket from her and it doesn't fit me I tried multiple times so I just had my arms in the sleeve and was hugging it like a bear hug to be like oh I'm just holding this jacket but really I'm like trying to warm up and so I call her and I'm like, "Hey, would you please? I need you to come out, drive all the way out to West Richland." She's like, "That's a long ways." I'm like, "I know, but I'm I'm literally freezing." And she goes, "Have you seen the cost of gas lately? Like <laughs> she we had, did not. See she, it. We had she just did. filled up. We had just filled up, and her car was triple digits. Yeah. And she was like, and as soon as she saw it, she was like, "I'm I'm not driving anywhere. Are you kidding? We're parking. <laughs> we will. What? We'll ride the bus. This is we'll ridiculous." Ride the bus. <laughs> She she was like, there have got to be two reasons to go somewhere for us to be able to go places. We need a minimum of two reasons, or else we're just not leaving. And I'm like, whatever. I'll give you two reasons. Hypothermia and pneumonia. Get out of here. So, anyway, she did. She's awesome. So, it was a lot of fun. More on weather stuff in my Say Something Interesting. Oh. So, just tuck that away. Just, that's a little teaser. A, a little teaser. little cheaser. taster for you. Pretty excited for what's coming. Uh, but, fun. Yeah. It's super fun. Yep. We, uh, we kicked off a brand new series, too, on Sunday uh, here at Eastlake. Uh, it was a series called Thy Kingdom Come, and it's a series on culture and, and specifically church and the culture or Christianity as it relates to culture. Um, there's a book that I read a long, long, long time ago, and I tucked it away as like, hey, this would be a good series to do sometime in the future, and finally got around to doing it, and I'm pretty excited about it. Um, and uh, the, the book is called Christ and Culture. It's the, the one I reference a long quote from. Uh, but basically, four different approaches to it uh, a religion that kind of treats everything as kind of against culture. Um, then this week, uh, upcoming, will be a Christ of culture or in culture. And then one that's above culture and, you know, whatever else, and then transforming. So it'll be fun. It's going to be a fun four week series. But we talked about church. Uh, against culture or mm-hmm. Christianity against culture, and the bonus of this was this is probably going to be the that was probably the easiest message in the whole series to write mm-hmm. because it just pretty much wrote about my life. Yeah. <laughs> And here's some stories about me and a Green Day Dookie CD and uh, Poop Brownies and all of the things. And it it was. uh, People
0: who don't listen to the message are like, what? No,
1: you shouldn't. You should, if if you haven't yet, you should just listen to this and that's enough. And you just, whatever, you know? Um, But it was definitely the uh, type of upbringing that I had. And and again, I, I always want to throw this out. My parents less so than even I think the church that they were in. Yeah. But there was definite obligations when that's your job to yeah. like kind of facilitate a little bit of that. Um, is that the culture that you grew up in? No. Yeah. Um, okay. I yeah. didn't think so.
0: Because you're you grew up in a very like conservative semi-assemblies of God, which is yeah. technically
1: Pentecostal, but like yeah. let's not we're not swinging from the rafters and holding snakes. But yeah. It's not like. Yeah. Normal conservative. And
0: it is a little bit on the separatist side of like how yeah. we interact with the world. But their no.
1: their heritage was separatist from Protestant basic yeah. mm-hmm. like we're gonna have all of these revivals happening in Southern California, yeah. and that's how the whole thing got started. So it started as a separatist movement yeah. and just continued. So yeah No,
0: I mean I grew up Presbyterian, which is a pretty I mean at one point they were separatist, but not like yeah. in that way. Um so no, we weren't like we listened to Normal pop music, yeah. we went to public without school.
1: without knowing maybe fully all of the details of the four types, just knowing the one that you know and then kind of maybe probably doing your own guesswork on what the other three are. What's your guess for where your Presbyterian upbringing lands you?
0: like somewhere probably between um like in culture what was that the second one for yeah. whatever anyway, or like transforming, okay, I would say somewhere around there. I don't know that it would be like above culture necessarily, but I don't really know exactly what that one means. The other ones, I was kind of like, I think it's somewhere in the. middle So there. we
1: were in a we're in a small group on Sunday nights. or just finished up actually a couples group, and one of the uh, wives there was uh, is came out of a Catholic background.
0: Okay, so maybe that would be above. And
1: that's what in her category was. I don't even know what you're going to talk about, but I'm telling you right now,
0: <laughs> my
1: at least my Catholic upbringing yeah. was above culture yeah. where existence operates on a plane down here and then this is this is a higher thing so yeah. this is you know yeah. which I don't think I think you're right I think presbyterian yeah. is probably mm-hmm. too cuz it is it is presbyterian
0: sort of is um from the reformed tra- is a reformed tradition yeah. right so they would def- they were anti that above anti like taking you know cuz catholicism is very much like levels and yeah. like the peons don't get the level that like the priests get or whatever And so when you're part of a tradition that was rebelling against that system, I don't think you're going to get that higher than kind of mentality because the point is that like access to all. Mm -hmm. So I do think, but, and I think it can, it can like vary between like families, right? Like any of these situations. But I mean, my family in particular was like in culture slash transforming culture, somewhere in between that one. Yeah. I don't know that I could like peg it down to. So
1: when you hear me talk about uh, separate from and against culture and the stories there, does that did it does it is it laughable? Does it make oh, sense? Oh well, to it you? makes does sense it... to
0: me, but that's because I grew up in the church, and so you like even if you aren't part, like even if your church tradition isn't part of that, you hear about that and you like see that and you like watch that from a distance or from whatever because it is part of your faith, right? They are Christian. I'm Christian. Mm-hmm. So, of, of course, I'm going to pay a little bit of attention to that. Um, you know, and there's often, like, I think there's separatist mentalities in all of those veins, right? So, like, you, even in the four culture, like, yeah, you s- need to be four culture, but you're also called to be something different, right? And so there are there are aspects of being outside of or being different than yeah. um, the current culture in all of those, I would say. Yeah. So,
1: and, and one of the things that I tried to – that I'm not sure that I did a great job of because I didn't spend enough time on it until the end. But that idea of separatism um, as a form of purity that that doesn't even necessarily have to align with a religious sort of fervor. Like I tried to talk about that Captain Fantastic movie. As we've seen this, you've seen people go screw it. I'm off the grid. I'm yep. I'm doing my own thing. I'm very separatist in this way. I'm trying to maintain a level of purity of self of my mind of my you know of something yep. that has nothing to do necessarily with Christianity or even religion particularly, uh, but uh, the- or
0: even spirituality. Like I want this specific lifestyle or this specific culture, so I'm yeah. gonna go away from society so that I can have exactly what I want. Yeah. In that situation.
1: Yeah. Uh, and it, the, the one of the critiques of the, – the, the first of the three critiques that I had at the end was basically I don't know that even in those environments you're as separated as you technically sometimes think you are or pride yeah. yourself mm-hmm. on being – um, because of people are like, I'm out, I'm out living in the, what well, would you, what'd you take to the drive there? You drove your Subaru, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh well, we're living off the grid. Well, you, you're living off solar panels that were produced in a factory that, you know,
0: <laughs> whose
1: design and technology was done yeah. by, you know, you, I mean, your production of this, it's funny. It's okay to be like, uh, I want to live in a separatist way as you know, with the boundary, but that just doesn't seem to translate sometimes. Yeah. Well, and I
0: think that when you get into that territory, it's like separatist and like conceited about it. Yeah. Like I am better than it gets into that higher than kind of situation or whatever. Like I'm better than you because I've chosen this lifestyle that's different. And so, well, but really you're not like you're still are participating in culture at some level. You can't like, we are community Beings, like we don't exist without each other. And so you can't be living and not be part of culture at some yep. level.
1: Right. Yep. So, uh one of the uh references, or I don't know, it's not a metaphor, but one of the examples, I guess, that have he uses somebody who lived in this separatist way was the Roman novelist, uh, Roman, uh, Russian novelist, Leo Tolstoy, um, who wrote War and Peace, Anna Karenina, all those kind of things. Uh, I just felt like it was too distant of a character to be able to kind of bring into it. But it, he does have an interesting story, right? Um, so he is—he comes from the people. He's hes a people's person. He writes a bunch of books, gets really famous, books get, and gets really famous, married, all of a sudden has an estate, has all this money, but continues to fight for like the proletariat at that time. Uh, and is is the people is the people's writer is like super famous and people love him for that. One of cri- his critiques as he gets older is he does live in his manner with his wife and kids. And do you really know what it's like to be a part of the pro- proletariat? You say you write for the proletariat, but like you are, uh, your lifestyle doesn't actually reflect it. And he looked. I read this book called The Death of Tolstoy uh, recently, and he went he went into kind of a spiral towards the end of his life as he's wrestling with this. Like, do I even... Em- I don't even embody the principles that I supposedly ha- have. And there wasn't blogs at that time, obviously, but the the message, the gossip going around town was, I don't know, he's kind of undermined his credibility to be able to speak for this.
0: Yeah, like, um, is he relatable anymore? Is he yeah. relatable
1: anymore? And And he... So then he... Uh, and he he, be, he became a Christian late in life and uh, and took a, a very intense approach to that uh, as, as well. So he wrote um, lots of Christian stuff that was very polarizing and ve- very separatist. And if you're going to do it, you're going to do it like this, right? And so he had that going from his proletariat sort of writings, just intense. He was just an intense person. And I think that that... That is kind of true for a lot of these people. They tend to be intense people.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, And not that that's bad. He was a fantastic writer, but, uh it, uh it also kind of led him towards this again this wake up call for him what am i going to do so he it, when he knew he was about to die he just like left home he just like left a note and began to wander to try and <laughs> he wanted to die like in, a, in an unknown place he just wanted to go <laughs> not surrounded by family and friends but like die amongst the people to wow. be one of the people's people you know what i mean and it was kind of a drama thing cuz everybody's like yeah. you know did he really do this was he not right in his mind was yeah. it you know all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. but it was really really interesting but uh, the intensity at which he had, it, it was, was definitely there and, and, uh, a part of it. And, you know, he, he began to wrestle those, those questions. Am I really, truly separatist? Like I say that I am, I say that I am, but I'm more connected than i like to admit and mm-hmm. people are calling me on it mm-hmm. and I don't know what to do with it. So now I'm just going to like, I don't know, try and weasel my way out of some stuff at the end. But yeah,
0: anyways. yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, I, that was part of the stuff that I had taken out cause just for sake of time. But, yep. uh, anything else that stood out to you that was worth talking about or discussing on the podcast level?
0: I don't know. I mean, I just, the, like you're ending like God, for God, so, for God, so love the world, right?
1: Yeah. Instead like of the let's
0: remember who God loves, right? Yeah. So just that, like, cause that argument about separatism, like, I think there's value in understanding those mindsets and I think that there is some. There's some like, okay, I get why someone would go that route or why you would be part of that. But you also need to remember who God loves. Like God loves the world. He doesn't just love your church. He doesn't just love your family. He doesn't just love whatever. Yep. He loves the world. And you're asked to be part of that world in a way. And so being separate from it, is that is that really fulfilling God's like god's ask of you in your life yeah
1: is he really asking me to that or yeah. am i asking myself of that mm-hmm. because that makes me feel good about where i'm at and that's yeah. that is the tough
0: question. or like a false sense of security like 100%. i feel i feel more secure that i'll be able to fulfill these things i think i'm being i'm asked of or i think yeah. i'm being asked of if i'm separate from culture but is that is that true security and, or is that
1: and what like, makes me feel secure yeah Comparison of other people who are not as separatist of me, yep, or not as pure as me, and mm-hmm. in, in, in everything else. All it comes down to is this comparison of other people, which is a lousy game to play. Well, and
0: <laughs> and are you really separate from culture if that's the yeah, game you're playing? Right?
1: Yeah, so <laughs> you're not that much different. I mean, that's the point of it, yeah. right? Yeah. So I don't know. It's, it's good. Yeah, uh, it's you definitely good to had some real funny stories
0: it. though, because it is your life. Yeah, so, or it yeah. was your like upbringing? So yeah.
1: And probably is more, st- more so than I'd like to admit, or you know yep. what I mean? Like, <laughs> it, it. do you ever fully disengage? And I mean, I, I, hopefully you grow and evolve over time, but like, there's going to be vestiges of that at some point in my thought of how I do life and oh, how for I sure. interact yeah. and,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, I don't know. So I gotta, <laughs> I gotta keep an eye on it. I think that's the point of this thing. Like, yeah, that's a type, like there's going to be some of that type in me. So I need to see that, because because when other people act in their type, I'm going to be like, that just doesn't make any sense to me, right? Mm-hmm. And I can't wrap my mind around how you would live like that, or think that that's okay, or think that that's progress, or that that's good, right? Uh, and the reality is, um, I have a, I am always approaching everything from a limited perspective, my own yep. perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I need the uh, ability to have grace. I need to be able to extend. Grace to those people as much as I give it to myself.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I yeah. I definitely
1: do. I definitely <laughs> do give it to myself. So, and I'm not saying Brent in particular, but I, I think yes, we all do. The universal maybe you. Me more. I don't know. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. We all give ourselves a lot of grace because we know our full history. Yeah. And we need to remember that if we knew everybody else's full history, we would be a lot more apt to give them grace as well. So I think that's the point you're trying to make. Right?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Anything All right. else? No, I'm good. All right. Let's jump into our say something interesting. This is the part of the podcast where we come up with something that we found interesting this week, something we read, watched, or experienced. Uh, sometimes it's a show. Sometimes it's a book. Sometimes it's just general info about life. And that's where my category falls into today. <laughs> Have you? So I, I watched for the uh, feels like a hundredth time as a beautiful day turned into a really crappy day and then kind of back into a semi nice day on Saturday. Yeah.
0: It's been a weird spring.
1: It's been. It's been awful. Guess it's, what? It feels like probably what it felt like to be married to Amber Heard. Just a little bit <laughs> like I don't know what I'm getting today. What am I getting? And it changes. Uh, my brother I don't, lives I don't follow that trial in I no the idea.
0: Denver area, and it snowed like a foot on Saturday.
1: That's ridiculous.
0: Yeah. I, like yeah.
1: I always look at that. I hear that. I know that. I see. I know that about Denver. That's mm-hmm. why I don't want to live there. Yeah. I choose to live here, <laughs> and so and the reason I live here is because. For the most part, you can game plan a BMX race on a Saturday in late May. You might be roasting, but it's probably going to be fine. You know what I mean? Nope. And uh, if you have walked around at any point in the last month or two months and thought, (laughs) is it raining more than usual? I've heard this so much. It feels colder than usual it, it feels worse like we've yep. had a worse spring it, it well it, i mean define now, worse now here's the deal okay here's the deal does worse mean i more think rain? i think every year i tell myself i feel like this is windier this year than it ever has been it before. hasn't been
0: windy though as no. much we've had a couple wind days but it hasn't been as much windy
1: I disagree with that. But again, that's a judgment call. I don't have data for that. I don't have data for that. But I do find myself saying that every year. I don't I don't say I feel like it's rained more every year. Because definitely last year I did not say that. I was like, oh man. It was so nice from like April on. It was great. This year I'm like am I am I going crazy or is this worse? (laughs) This feels worse. It is uh, most definitely worse. And I dated like, back data? It up. We are in a, what's called La Nina. You want to, exp- you're the science La person. La Nina? La Nina. We yeah. are in a La Nina season. I don't
0: remember the difference always between La Nina okay, and El Nino. So,
1: El Nino is the one that gets the more press, it seems like. Cause it that's because technically, it creates the
0: big storms. Usually. Big storms and
1: higher temperatures. Yeah. And that's what, it's been the topic of climate change. And so, those that one gets the most press. Mm-hmm. La Nina is an actual reversal in that direction. Yep. Uh-huh. Here's how these things, these, these two things work. You've got the jet streams that go west, uh, to east and the north, right? And you have what are called trade winds at the equ- equator going east to west. I
0: thought that jet stream went west. Oh, yeah, west to east. Sorry, yep, go east. ahead.
1: Yep. So trade winds go. Your
0: uh, hand is going opposite. Oh, yeah, sorry. That's probably I what it is. is. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. I have to do the
1: hand thing because yeah, I really do, I don't want to screw go. this up. Um, you do you okay so (laughs) the uh, the wind comes across the like South America and Central America and over into the Pacific Ocean Uh, and typically uh, then what happens is in an in an El Nino it builds uh, no I'm sorry and in El Nino, it dies fast. The mm-hmm. trade winds die fast, and the air comes rushing back from like Indonesia, Hawaii area, back over, and it, and it heats up everything. And mm-hmm. then what happens is, yeah, we get crazy weather up north and and, and whatever. All right. Uh, but in, in those times, during El Nino, the jet stream is pushed up further mm-hmm. than the Pacific Northwest. And so we actually get pretty nice tropical. Nothing happens. It's mm-hmm. not that bad, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, in a La Nina year, here's what happens. Uh, that that weather system, the trade winds, are grow too big. They go over and they push the hot air past all of that and ah, into Indonesia, and mm-hmm. it creates this cool, like cooler weather over the Pacific Ocean. Got it. So the t- water temperature drops, mm-hmm. uh, and what happens is then the jet stream drops down. Got it. To meet it, which is t- typically makes for worse weather in the south like Mm -hmm. texas and mississippi Mm -hmm. if you're listening um you're probably going to get a lot of flooding this year i hate to be the bearer of bad news (laughs) that's what la nina means for you yeah uh and then what happens for us is we get wetter and colder as well so all that to say, we're in a La Nina season. We have been since 2020, okay. um, but you probably haven't heard a lot about it because, you know, there's been other things going on in well, life. Yeah. yeah,
0: Um,
1: But uh, the Pacific Ocean temperature is, is dropping. And then in specifically in the track, because you don't care about, like, I'm, I'm not... Maybe you do. Maybe you're a science person. It's all really interesting. What I care about <laughs> most is where I live and can I take my kids out to go play soccer, right? Yeah. Um,
0: well, I mean, soccer doesn't really care about whatever. the weather.
1: This year... <laughs> This year, uh, and you know what the average rainfall precipitation uh, for the Tri-Cities is?
0: Like normally? Yeah,
1: normally. No. Like- Se- po- 7.7 inches annually. Okay. We get about uh, just under 8. When you include the precipitation from snowfall, it gets somewhere between 8 and 9. Okay. Uh, but about 7.7. Uh, in April, uh, this year, we got 1.89 inches. Okay. So basically, like a big percentage An of eighth
0: it- of yes. our annual.
1: And April typically gets about 0.6 inches per year. We got 1.89 this year for a difference of about 1.33. Because we got
0: snow in
1: April. That is an almost that is an, oh, no, not almost that is an over 200% increase yeah. of what we typically get in April in rainfall in the Tri Cities in uh, for this year, which is wild. That's insane. Uh, it has been 4.8 degrees cooler on average, but our max temperature. Uh, is about 5.8 degrees cooler. So in terms of height, we haven't mm-hmm. had like the super hot days yet yep. at all either. Uh-huh. So there's a greater distance between those two things. Uh, and so that's been extreme. I also, um, <laughs> uh, I went on, so now you have data to back up. Is it worse? You can be like, you can be the smart person at the barbecue uh, that's just got rained <laughs> out and be like, yes, it's actually gotten much worse because of La Nina. Um, so I went on, cause I've, I, my brother-in-law just moved over from Seattle. And he, he was like, I'm chasing the sunshine, man. We just haven't seen it at all. And I feel like a, uh, just a smarmy you know, troll that never sees the sun. <laughs> um, and so he said I, if it feels – he's saying the same thing. It feels like the worst year ever on record for rainfall and everything over there. <laughs> so I went on to the uh, one of the climate sites. Uh-huh. This is like weather.com or something like that. They actually measure – I love it because this measurement wasn't on the Tri-Cities one. But on the Seattle one, mm-hmm. it was. They measure hours of sunshine in oh, Seattle. Oh, yeah, they do. It's mm-hmm. <laughs> just hilarious yeah. to measure hours of sunshine. Well,
0: and the fact that you like can, and it's not a huge number generally yeah. in the winter. Yeah. Because Seattle doesn't rain, it doesn't do like big downpour, thunderstorms. No, it's just, it just overcast, just, like, cloudy, and drizzle all, all the day. time. Yeah. yeah. So you can, you can have like weeks where you have not seen sunshine. hours
1: of sunshine. And I, yeah. I will tell you, I can't, I don't have the exact numbers in front of me, but January and February, were around 50 or 70 hours of sunshine for the whole, for the whole months. month
0: for, for each month. Punch
1: me in the face. <laughs> uh, each month. Yes. Okay. Well, that's but let's like- not act like that's a lot, <laughs> please. Are you kidding me?
0: Well, I mean, average, it's more than an hour a day. I,
1: I, I don't. It's funny. I don't know what qualifies as <laughs> sunshine. Like, I actually see it or, like, the clouds are white, not gray. You know what I mean? <laughs> it could go either way. But the fact that you might live in a city where they measure hours of sunshine <laughs> is not a city that I am interested in. All right. What's your uh, something interesting? All
0: right. Mine is about uh, language. Okay. So um, humans are the only organism that has, um, like, syntax and use and like combines are the sounds that we make into a language that we then communicate with each other in that way. But they've just, some researchers have just found that chimpanzees who also make, they have like 38 sound, different sounds that they make, and they are starting to realize that they Can you also...
1: You make some of them for me? Will you just, I don't,
0: this is... <laughs> He got you guys can't see this, but he got his like.
1: Oh yeah, I get my grin. His like I got little an idea. boy. I, got an I have idea. a really annoying. I just idea wanted to face. hear you go. Yeah.
0: Ah. No, see <laughs> okay. you just did it for yeah, us. There you job. Go. Um, but they um, but they're starting to notice patterns in how chimpanzees use those sounds and how they um, like well, so they'll like have a sequence of sounds together, and then like they'll get a, a response and like that happens the same way multiple times and so they're starting to think that maybe chimpanzees also are at a at whatever level um not quite as sophisticated as humans obviously but like they use sentence structures and they use their sounds in specified ways to communicate with each other Um, and so they kind of like build little sentences off of the sounds that they make. Do they correct each other's grammar? Are they like, ah, they don't have grammar or anything. I don't think, but maybe, I don't know. Yeah.
1: They're Um, like, Hey, (laughs) there is spelled this way. You moron. It's the, it's a possessive there. It's they have, they are. That'd be hilarious.
0: Uh, That would be hilarious. Uh, but yeah, I thought that was really interesting. Yeah.
1: That's great. So good stuff. It's not surprising that things in nature are more complex and smarter than we give them credit for. Oh my gosh, for sure. (laughs) All the time. The more knowledge we get, the more we're like, oh, Oh. we just don't know anything. That's
0: Uh, who I just hit my mic cover. Yeah, they noticed. They noticed. Sorry, everyone.
1: All right. uh, We'll wrap this thing up. Uh, This (laughs) Sunday is Memorial Day weekend. Mm -hmm. And so if you're not camping, which like, you know, it's busy. I just don't understand... The busyness of it, like I love camping. We just talked about how we love yeah. camping,
0: yeah. but like
1: if you I don't were, what I
0: would say, I love, but I like camping. You go
1: camping every year, right? Seaside area,
0: but that's more about the beach and my friends, and less yeah. about the camping.
1: Yeah, but, but but I
0: like camping. Yeah, I like it enough to do it.
1: Uh huh. Uh huh. So. And I want to go when I know that there's gonna be a spot that there's places in the like if you at, at a lake or a pond yeah. that there's places mm-hmm. to you know why go when it's the busiest? It doesn't make any sense to me. So, uh, anyways, <laughs> hopefully you're in town and, and uh, you can come be a part of it in person. If you do, we did want to make you aware of the fact that we're doing only one service on Memorial Day weekend. So, 10 o'clock only. No 8.30 service that weekend. Uh, we'll still be live streaming. If you watch on the live stream normally, then no change for you because that's the one that we'll be And if you uh, doing.
0: come to the 10 o'clock normally, then no change for, no you, change for you either.
1: So, it's yeah. just the handful of people that come to the 8.30. That's the only thing that would change. Uh, we are, as a bonus, if you show up in person this weekend, we are starting our snow cones for the kids this weekend. Uh, and then I, I'm going to attempt the cold brew thing again. You remember, remember that? We haven't done that in a while. Cause no, we haven't. It's, well, it's winter. We, just, like, we couldn't get rid of it. We were trying to give it away. Um, yeah. So it's starting. It, and we And the motivation hasn't been there because, as I've talked about, it's been too it's wet. An,
0: yeah, and it's so, been cool. But
1: we are anticipating warmer weather. And yeah. so as a result, um, be looking out for that.
0: Well, and you know, we'll um, <laughs> drink at your own... <laughs> Are you like doing research and remembering how to do this? Yeah, that, I've got a, I've gotta
1: like watch a couple of YouTube videos. Yeah. So maybe give it a week or two. Let some other hamsters, <laughs> guinea pigs, try it out first. And uh and then and then bite, you know, bite into it. So we'll see. It'll be great. I'm sure it's gonna be fine. Um that's it. Uh have a great week. And yeah. if you're going camping, have fun. We'll see yes. you next week and we'll be back. Oh, Bye. will we be back? Monday's a holiday. I don't know. We'll talk we'll about talk it. We about haven't it. talked about it yet. <laughs> talk to you see ya.
0: Bye.